This is a Spiva Media production. The views and opinions expressed on Crippled Opinion are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the position of others with physical or mental disabilities. This is Crippled Opinion, where every opinion matters, no matter how crippled. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. I promise it's a new episode even though it sounds just like the first one. <laughs> How is everybody doing and welcome back to the show. This is the second episode of Crippled Opinion and I just want to say thank you very much for all the support from our previous episode. We have almost 100 plays from the very first show and that's exciting of all the work that goes into this, all the time and research that goes into this, and then to put it out there with little to no promotion and very little lead-in to get 100 plays, it's pretty phenomenal to me as someone that's podcasted before. And in the past, getting 100 plays, it took a while. So to all of you listening, thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Hello to all of my listeners out in the UK and Ireland. I appreciate your listenership. Hello to all of you. Um, It's great to have you all on board. And I promise not to say anything as stupid as Megyn Kelly on NBC. You don't know what I'm referring to. Go look it up. That's all I'm going to say about that. And let's jump into the first topic of today's show It's about Microsoft Office. An article came across my desk recently over this week where Mashable wrote an article saying, stop lying on your resume and master Microsoft Office for real this time. So my question to you all is, who lies about what they do and don't know with Microsoft Office? Do you? I'd love to know. For me... I can't. (laughs) I have to spend a lot of my time in spreadsheets, especially. And so for me, I don't have that option. I really don't. I mean, I do wonder, you know, what the vast majority of people in the workforce are, are lying about, specifically with Microsoft Office, and are they getting caught? Are they getting caught? Or are you figuring something out before your boss catches you? Like, they want you to know a formula and you need to do a spreadsheet. Like, I'll get right on that. And you rush home that night, study up on it, and then go to work. Be like, oh my God, here you go. Here it is. I don't know. I mean, for the most part, Microsoft Office is pretty simple. (laughs) I think Excel for most people is the the most difficult thing. So I'd like to know, you know, do you lie about your Microsoft Office experience? Are you a professional um, Microsoft Office user and you actually know what you're talking about with it? And if you do lie about your expertise in Microsoft Office, why? 
Tell me why. I'd love to know what you're thinking. I'd love to know why you haven't just taken the time to figure out what you need to know. Um, is there something that I'm in, is there something that intimidates you? I'd love to know. Let me know in the comments down below. I want to move on to a topic that we talked a little bit about last week, and it involves the Jake Paul situation. And I know that you know it's a sensitive topic, and the series is now over. And I don't want—I don't want to talk about the series and how it ended or anything like that. What I want to talk about is the mental abuse that we talked about last time between the episode getting posted and this episode getting posted uh, Jay Paul's quote unquote ex was interviewed by Shane Dawson and it really struck me how she quantifies her relationship with Jake specifically when it comes to abuse she says that he isn't an abuser and then goes on to explain abuse listen to this was that real and was he kind of shitty with people in teen time um yeah he was just like he was just like the boss, the father, like the, he treated not only me like shit, it was kind of like, oh, well, Jake's home from filming Disney, like, time to film, let's go, everyone drop what they're doing, like, cancel your meetings, like, stuff like that. That's control, that's abuse. First of all, she just describes abuse, and then goes on to say this. And I want to clear the air, because he's not, like, a... Um, physical abuser, like he's not an abuser, but it's mentally and emotionally 100%. So she says he's not an abuser, but then definitely confirms the mental struggle. My point in this, well, before I get to it, let me just let her finish. Every day. 2,000 times a day, I can't even remember a conversation where it was like me walking away, like feeling good about myself. It was always like, I've always looked out to be crazy or I always looked out to be like, I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm glad you're saying he's not like a physical abuser because that is like a huge scary thing that like is like bad, right? Yeah. So is mental abuse. But the mental manipulation and emotional manipulation thing like that still can kind of tear a person down. It's, I'm still dealing with stuff like to this day. I Here's what I don't get. And to be clear, this is not about Jake Paul, but why is our society making it out like mental abuse is not abuse and that it's somehow lesser than physical abuse because there's no physical harm. Abuse is abuse is abuse is abuse is abuse is abuse is abuse, whether it's physical or otherwise. Period. Period. Society has trained us all to think that abuse, if there's no physical harm, that it's somehow 
mostly okay or that it's not as bad. Even here, as a victim, she's playing it down because there's no physical harm. There was harm. There is harm. Period. There is harm in what was done. And it is okay to say to anyone, if you are a mentally abused person or have been mentally abused and you're a victim of that historically, it is okay to say, I was abused. You do not need to downplay the situation because of the lack of physical harm. We're elated that you weren't physically harmed, but you were still harmed. Period. Period. Let's listen to another another segment from her. And that's why I'm so annoyed in all of his videos because I don't know what's going on behind the scene. I don't know if we're together and I try to talk to him about it and then he's like, he brushes it off, but two minutes later he's like, hey, I need you for a video. And then I always look so annoyed in all the videos because I just, I don't know what we were ever. So not only was she emotionally abused, she was used for a specific situation, yo-yoed back and forth, played. That's abuse, period. That is classic, emotional, narcissistic abuse. Why do I bring it up again? Why do I bring this up again? Not about Jake Paul. This is not about Jake Paul. I do not want to make this out like I'm picking on Jake Paul. You know what? He did what he did and that's that. But my point is, if someone is using you and controlling you and abusing you emotionally or otherwise, once you come to and realize that's happening, call a spade a spade. When you're ready to talk about it, call a spade a spade. Don't be afraid to call it what it is. Don't downplay it because there's no physical damage. Trust me, there's damage. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Get help. Talk to friends. Talk to family. And when you talk about it, don't preface it by saying, well, he didn't touch me. He didn't hurt me. She didn't touch me. She didn't hurt me. There's no physical harm. Doesn't matter. Period. It doesn't matter. You were harmed in one way, shape, or form. And that is not okay. No form of abuse, physical, emotional, or otherwise, is okay in any circumstances. Period. There are resources online, by the way. If you are in this situation, there are resources online to get you the help you need. Whether you're in the situation, just out of the situation, going through post-traumatic stress as a result of the situation, trust me, there are resources out there for you and utilize them. Please, please do. You know, I hate that I'm bringing this up again with, with Jake Paul's name. You know, I'm not okay with that. Just because it's more publicity for him and whatever. You know, he doesn't need my help. That kid has 
plenty of money. But what is important is that we change the societal perspective on emotional abuse or non-physical abuse. It is abuse and it is something that I'm passionate about. It is something that needs to be discussed. The stigma needs to go. And if you are in an abusive situation and you need help, use your resources. Get on the internet, find a counselor, talk to someone. There are services out there like my favorite, Talkspace. And this is not sponsored, but Talkspace is a great virtual therapist platform that you can talk to someone anytime you need them. They're there and get the help you need when you need it at that moment. This is not sponsored whatsoever, but it is a service that I have used legitimately and it's helpful. It's very helpful. So there are services out there where you can get the help that you need, even if it's discreetly, so that you can get out of that situation. So please get help. On a lighter note, let's talk about Britney Spears and this really stupid announcement. Sorry, I call it stupid because who planned this? Seriously, who planned this ridiculousness? I mean, we've all heard it. Okay, we've all heard about it that, you know, she's doing a new residency and all this stuff. But what blows my mind is the lack of using the talent. Like I'm sitting here, I'm looking at this on screen right now. And she's coming up out of the ceiling and she's like, I'm so awkward. I'm so awkward. What do I do? What do I do? I'm just standing here like someone needs to just like do some VO to this. She's up now and she doesn't even know what to do with herself. So many pyrotechnics involved here. Ladies and ladies, ladies and gentlemen. She looks so awkward and the talent hosting this event. <laughs> Doesn't even know when to announce the talent, the main talent, the main event. <laughs> and she looks so awkward because she's like, is it for real now? 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 Do, do I actually smile now? What do I do? I'm in Britney Spears. She's like, oh, he said my name. I can smile now. Oh, she looks so uncomfortable. I'm just looking at this and she just feels so uncomfortable. She's signing some autographs, but what I don't understand is you've got this big talent and you're you're not even giving her an opportunity to speak. I'm looking at the comments real time and 90% of the people commenting right now during this live stream or don't even know what the heck was just announced. It was poorly shot. Seriously, poorly shot. Really poorly shot. And if you, there comes, there's a point in this where the talent who's hosting the live stream looks like he's trying to talk and the mics are just off 
There he goes. He's talking right into the mic, looking at the camera, looking around. We don't hear anything. Like, what's the point in this? Like, what management company thought this was okay? This is Vegas we're talking about here. Let's let's make it big and loud and lots of communication with the fans. Make the people feel connected, but instead it's just corporate BS. I mean, as someone that's worked with artists and things like that, the best way to connect with an audience fans is to have the artist announce it themselves and have a minute with the artist with the fans and say something say something address the audience but nobody feels connected to this except for maybe the five people that got an autograph <sighs> again who thought this was okay who thought this was okay who thought this was brilliant you know that cost them a pretty penny for that for real a pretty penny just to walk down some stairs and get into a limo. I want to know of the people listening to this podcast that saw that announcement, did that make an impact for you? Has marketing changed so much that that's all we have to do is get our talent to walk down a few stairs and hop into a limo and then we'll sell millions of tickets? Has marketing changed that much? I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's really bad marketing and I'm laughing. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing because I'm not communicating to you guys as I'm laughing, but it's just absurd to me that they paid all this money for Britney to just to stand there, go up an elevator, go down the stairs, walk the red carpet, sign a couple autographs and get into a limo. Nobody seemed to think that anything about that was a little awkward. Come on. I mean, I'm sure Brittany thought something. I really hope there's a reason for why that happened the way that it did. Because it's just weird. Everything about it was just weird and uncomfortable. Speaking of weird and uncomfortable... Let's talk about homeschooling. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Because apparently being homeschooled is awkward. And if you're a homeschooler and you tell someone that was not homeschooled that you're homeschooled, you're immediately an idiot. And I thought we were past that at this point. This actually came up earlier this week for me as Mayim from Big Bang Theory posted a video about she homeschools her kids and why she does it and the thoughts that people have around homeschooled kids. And I just have to say that I applaud this video being done. I really think it's great. She talks about the negative sense, uh, stigma of homeschooled individuals and 
she talks about how that's not the case. And I agree. As someone that was homeschooled, I think it's great that we can have this conversation and reiterate the fact that just because you're homeschooled doesn't mean you're getting an inferior education. It doesn't mean that you are somehow less than or mentally or physically unable to be in a regular schooling environment, while for some, that may be the case, it is not necessarily the main driver for someone to be homeschooled. There are many reasons for someone to be homeschooled, and one of them, Mayim, points out, and I'd like to play it for you because it's my favorite, favorite part of this video. Let's take a listen. In addition, a lot of teachers, especially in public schools, are teaching towards testing standards. And that's not necessarily the best way for kids to learn. Another option is paying exorbitant amounts of money to get your kids into private school. But let's be honest, those are essentially schools for wealthy people and a handful of people who can get scholarships. While that may work for a lot of families, it didn't sit well with me practically or philosophically. And you don't need an advanced degree to be your child's best teacher. The library, the internet, museums, and so many other programs can help you teach your child if homeschooling is right for your family. I agree, 100%. What I will tell you is exactly what she said about how public schools teach to a standard. And when you teach to a standard, you lose the ability to connect with a student, in most cases, on the level where they need you. And can I just say, that's why I am so thankful for my education, so thankful for my education, because my mother homeschooled me and she saw a need where the public school system was failing me. She was able to pull me out and teach me at a level that I needed when I was younger. And in the end, when I graduated through high school, I got a better, a better education than 90% of the people that I knew that were in high school at the time when I was in high school. It was funny to me when my sibling was in high school. He would be having this homework in freshman year and couldn't figure it out. And here I am, could do it with my eyes closed. And for him, it was rocket science. And for me, this was like eighth grade. Eighth grade shit. I just find it amazing how so many people stick to public school as the way and the best way. Not that there's anything wrong with public school, but so many people get offended with other options and public school is the way when in reality it works for a lot, you know, and that's fine, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the best option. There are other options and homeschooling is great. Homeschooling is great. And no, it doesn't impact your ability to go to college. No, it doesn't impact your ability to get a job. However, I do have a funny story about that. I do remember the first time that I tried to get a job at a multi-million dollar company. They were using a agency to verify my identity and anyone that works in HR 
or as a recruiter will recognize the company name. They try to help you hire the right people. And <laughs> I'm not going to name the company, but anyone that works in HR will know exactly what I mean. Um, but they were trying to verify my high school diploma. And they call me at like 8 o'clock at night and they're like, we can't find your school. And I'm thinking, okay, you can validate my high school diploma with the board of education in my state. So why don't you call them? Well, no, we need to talk to someone in the school establishment to verify your diploma. I'm like, okay, hang on. Mom, will you talk to these people so I can go to work? <laughs> she takes the phone and basically bitches them out because they were trying to say that my diploma was fake and it wasn't real. To the point that my employer basically had to tell the employment agency or not the agency but the the verification service to skip it because they were causing too much trouble and from there i've never really had any problem so yeah those of you concerned or arguing about the fact that it makes it harder to get a job maybe once you know that first time might be a little weird but if anyone questions you, they legally can't. You know, if your education was done properly, you'll be registered with the Board of Education in the state. You will be able to take the SATs if you need to, want to, go to school. All those things. No problems at all. So, yeah. Love homeschooling. Thanks, mom. Love you for it very much. Um, best thing that ever happened to me, ever. And wouldn't change it for anything in the world, ever. And that's what's on my mind today. So we're going to move on to the Indie Music Den. And I'm really excited about who we're featuring today. Today on Indie Music Den, I'm going to be featuring Kellyanne Poyer, a Canadian artist with amazing talent. I mean, everybody on Indie Music Den that gets featured has amazing talent, but the reason she stands out to me isn't just because her vocals are great, okay? She stands out to me because every single song that she sings focuses on empowerment of the individual listening to the music. Now, I don't want to box her in and say that that's all she can do because trust me, I'm sure she can do a lot, but when she writes her material, she's super passionate about that topic. And I just want to put that out in the universe so i'm going to do that i want to quickly give you a sample of one of my favorite song of hers before i feature a full-length song take a listen to to this this is called change 
I love those harmonies. Sorry, <laughs> totally butchered that because I thought it was the first verse, but it was the second with the key change. But her harmonies are fantastic. Her songwriting is fantastic. And I just want to make sure that she gets out there and has an opportunity to succeed exponentially in the music business. So without further ado, let me feature her newest single. It's called Unlived Dreams right here on Crippled Opinion. Take a listen. I hope you like it as much as I do. Life is too short to have broken hearts to have shattered feelings If you've got a dream Though why is it still Just a dream You were put on this earth To live your life So live it how you want it Cause life is too short
What a great vocal. What an amazing vocal. And she's only 16. It just blows my mind. The talent that is out there. Go look for it, guys. I mean, it's just, it's amazing to me. The talent that's out there and what we get put on the Billboard charts. I mean, come on. We can do better. That's for sure. We can absolutely do better. But I do want to say something to all of the artists that will end up listening to this episode now or in the future some advice because as i've been doing research for this segment i'm noticing more and more young people are putting out videos cover videos that don't suit their voice they're just putting out a video that represents a cover of a top 40 song just to get a video out there but it's not the best piece of material they could put out there don't just cover something because it's trendy cover something because it suits you best cover something because it suits your personality cover something because it's something you want to say and if it just so happens to be a top 40 song that's trendy great do it but Also, do it with quality. Take time. Don't rush to put it out. Get your bandmates together. Record the arrangement. Make sure that it suits your vocalist as best as possible. Don't just grab an instrumental, whether it's $5 or $500 for a high-quality instrumental or a free download from YouTube, which you shouldn't be doing anyway. But don't just grab something, record it, and upload it and be done with it. Put out your best every single time because as an artist, that is your resume. Every upload, every MP3 download, every YouTube video, every iTunes sale, that is your resume. Yes, people still buy iTunes. Not as many as they used to, but they still do. Anyway, that's your resume and you need to be mindful of that. Every time, put out your best quality. Because if you put out something and it's crap, someone that's a talent scout might have been all about you. And then they hear that that really, really rough cover that does nothing but hurt your image or hurt your voice and doesn't put you in the best light. They might just turn away. And then an opportunity that could have changed your life is out the door. Because we're in a culture these days where putting something out quickly is what gets things done. But when you do that, you lose your quality. So put out quality over being timely. All right? All right, that's my soapbox for now. But I do want to move on to some weird things that I found on Instagram this past week. I found this to be weird. But basically, it's supposed to be a restful sweet <laughs> can't read a restful sleep sandwich on your body essentially and it's supposed to help you sleep through the night for a full 8 hours any of the minor research that i did before this segment basically calls bs on this what i think is weird about it or intriguing about it 
is it says stick it on a patch of clean, preferably hairless part of the body. Well, I guess I can't use it then. <laughs> oh, guys that don't shave their body. We're kind of SOL in this case, aren't we? For real. Because apparently it's not ideal for us. But apparently it can help you sleep through the night. Now, to be clear, I've never used anything like it, but I think it's weird as hell. How can a patch help you sleep? There must be medicine of some sort in it. Who's to say it's good for you? Who's to say it's not addictive? I would hate to get on something like this and then not be able to sleep without it. That to me doesn't solve any problems whatsoever. But y'all can look it up yourself. It's called Clova. And yeah, any research that I did on this beforehand? BS all over it. Moral of the story, don't buy something without doing research. Whether this product is good or bad, do your research before buying. Okay? Now, before I leave you for today, a article just came across my desk, and I'd love to know what you think about it. The title from the CNBC article is, More Signs Point to Mark Zuckerberg Possibly Running for President in 2020. Now, he's publicly claiming that he is not running for president, but let's just assume that he is for a moment. Do we think this is a good idea? Do we really think this is a good idea? His billion-dollar company can't keep our own privacy straight and gets hacked when it shouldn't. And now he wants to turn around, potentially, allegedly, and run a country? Mm, I don't think it's a good idea. I really don't think it's a good idea. Y'all know from the last podcast how I feel about companies in social media, but I'd love to know what you think. Contact me through email at crippledopinion at gmail.com or get in contact with me on social media at Crippled Opinion. I'd love to know what you think about this or anything else that we've talked about today. And I hope to see you on the next podcast. And remember, everybody's opinion is a little bit crippled, including yours. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Continue the conversation and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Crippled Opinion.